thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So earlier this week, we had um, Stephen Grotus did a story about what it meant to go back to work and really try and get back into the workspace once uh, COVID moves from pandemic to endemic, which of course it has now done. We are able to move around without masks. We are able to do things as they were purportedly done. But does that mean that we're going to change things completely? So I've had this opportunity where I've taken a um, a work deviation down to Cape Town. So I've been working from Cape Town, doing it slightly differently. It's not that easy. There's a lot of things that we forget we rely on in our spaces of work, etc., when we are in the space that we are used to. So how do we do and how do we look at that future of working and even the workspace? Paul Kirsten is the co-founder of Workshop 17. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Paul, let's look at how people have shifted and changed in terms of how they work. And actually, the thing I'd like to look at with regards to the article that we saw in the Daily Maverick where you chatted to Dion Chang and also the, the, the two of you were just chatting about what it meant to shift. In fact, if one thinks about this shift, it may very well also be around the fact that people are no longer getting jobs in large corporations. A lot of young people are starting out um, as hustlers, entrepreneurial, starting their own businesses. And that sees a shift, I imagine, in terms of how we look at the workspace. Yes, indeed it does. I think there's two angles here. One is um, COVID and the pandemic, they they accelerated a, a long-deserved and a long-needed shift in the way we look at workspace. Um, we've been actually treating the workspace like the industrial area. Everyone set up at the same time, gets into a traffic jam, and goes to an office that's usually not that inspiring and spends a lot of the day there and rushes home to be home just after six or after seven even. Um, and I think uh, what it has done also for corporates is to wake up, like, can we not change that rhythm? Can we not change the work rhythm in a way that, that enhances your life and creates uh, and takes away the friction points at the beginning and the end of the day, takes away traffic time and creates a workspace that is functional but also inspiring and gives the energy where people come out of their home for and make it work to go to a workplace. And secondly, what you refer to, it's exactly true. We see more and more people looking for a clear engagement and, and building their their own course instead of going for a one employer lifetime um, employment to seeking an opportunity and work um, as they go along and develop with that over time, which is the free agents, the entrepreneurs. And I think also the entrepreneurs um, are also an engine for um, job creation and for Korean companies, hopefully that also creates solutions for the world we live in. So in fact, uh, we might be seeing a whole different way of working, not just because uh, we don't want to go into the office anymore, but because we are shifting the work that we do. Yes, and I think um, with the technology that we have now, um, we're moving from work at the office to almost work from anywhere. Like your own example, when you when you started, uh, when you introed this part of the interview, is with the technology, you can actually 
go anywhere and live anywhere. We've seen migration, we've seen semigration, and we've moved to the Cape for some time. But as you said, it needs it needs the technology and the functionality to work from anywhere. So we're looking at creating workspaces closer to where people live or closer to or in destinations where people love to be. I just spoke about Cape Town, our new location is opening in Newlands, on the Newlands Cricket Grounds. And we're seeing international companies coming to South Africa to grow uh, and, and tap into South African talent, which is scarce in, in Europe and it's more expensive in Europe. So we're seeing an opportunity for South Africa here to develop jobs, um, building from companies that come and invest and see what young people can do in South Africa and grow their workforce and their, their company. But it also grows job opportunities in South Africa. So let's, let's put this into practice and see how this could work. So imagine I am a mm-hmm. 24-year-old and I have yep. this idea that I'm, I'm working on. I don't have a full-time job. I would like to, uh, to, to, I need to figure this out, and I, but I also don't, can't work from home. It's not possible for me to work from home. My Wi-Fi is sketchy. I um, could spend time in a coffee shop, but that's quite distracting. What would, say, an organization like your own, Workshop 17, be able to offer me as an individual? I don't earn a lot of money, so that's a critical mm. pointer etc. What would I be able to get from a workspace of your nature? Yeah, so um, it's a good point. I think um, what we're trying to, to offer is, is an aspirational workspace, but for a very reasonable fee. So from anywhere about 1,600 rand, you can, you can have a workspace with us for the month. Um, okay. That is, um, I think, quite a, quite a um, low entry point for our quality workspace. Memberships go up if, if you have more facilities. But more importantly, if you are a starving uh, individual entrepreneur, you need to tap into connections. You need to tap yeah. into um, ideas of others. You, you run into issues where you'd like to have some advice from. So although we, we create beautiful workspaces, I think, the more importantly is the community that you can tap into. We have about 3,000, over 3,000 members at the moment in all different walks of life, from startups to ex-CEOs of big companies, anything in between. So if you need some legal advice or if you need a marketing person or a designer for your website, there's a huge chance that anyone in the work environment that you're in can help you or even one in the other locations that you can tap into via our online platform. So that is, and that's what I hear from our members, that is the real value of joining something like a workshop team. Yes, it's comfortable and it's beautiful, but opening up of opportunities is really why Mark Schechter, uh, my co-founder, and I started this. We created this platform and this level playing field for people to play on and to thrive and to grow what they set out to do while we take care of the internet, the chair, and everything else. But bring the community together of the diverse people um, to make connections and, and to build your ideas. You know, Paul, I, I was reading a very interesting article recently about um, the role of community. And it really mm. sort of shook me up because I think we have such an assumption around what community is. It's a term that's been overused completely in this country and has very specific connotations. Yes. But the, the role of community and network for young people who are looking to grow their business, to start a business, to 
um, be an individual, active uh, person in in the works world. This is something that these kinds of spaces really do create. Yes, yes, and it's. I think it's critically important. Um, we were inspired by the book of Stephen Johnson, Where Good Ideas Come From. He talks of innovation and even revolutions throughout the ages and the role of, of coffee shops um, in that. And that's where people come together and you hear conversations, you meet someone you didn't know, and that is how ideas can evolve or a door can open. And you think about um, if you're on Facebook or any social media, um, there's a difference between that. If you ask on social media who's coming to paint my house, there will not be so many people to come. You need that individual connection, that in-person connection, where you where you're close to each other and really can connect. Um, otherwise, you don't get a community, or you don't get a the best get a get a get a network, but not a commitment. And yeah. the community is also about how can I help you succeed, and how can you help me succeed. So we both actually benefit as a, as a mutual um, mutual beneficial connection. I mean, I did kind of think about you when you mentioned earlier the diversity of people that would be in these kinds of spaces. Is that, as you say, it could be former CEOs who are, uh, they've closed down the big business for themselves. They're no longer working in the corporate world, but they're still working because they have a desire to do that. And in fact, one of our um, guests later on the show is someone who really does talk to that idea as well. Conversely, there's the um, the guy that we've just spoken about earlier, the 24-year-old who is just starting out maybe with a business that they really want to get off the ground or an idea that they want to get off the ground. That opportunity also, I suppose, raises an, a space um, for mentorship as well. It does. It does. I and mean, you see those, those, um, those mentorship relations informally happen. Um, and I think that diversity, bringing back, bringing together people with a lot of connection and people needing connection is important. We also work with a lot of partners um, that that create, that do incubation, that do acceleration, that offer um, interesting talks um, in the Heavy Chef Foundation and Heavy Chef uh, platform, which is a learning platform for entrepreneurs. Think about TEDx Cape Town, who's, who's working out of our spaces. Uh, plus, we, we don't only cater for the small companies or the individuals. We have international companies in our spaces. Yeah. And bringing that together, a, a corporate, um, someone who needs an entrance into a corporate, imagine then um, the exco of Dalcom or any big company doing a strategy session at Workshop 17, ordering coffee at our bar and overhearing a conversation of a young startup who's doing cool things. And that sparks a conversation. That would give an opportunity for the startup who we would never have if it would only be an environment for startups. So that's really why we, we, we focus on bringing all those people together, the people who need new ideas, but also the people who have new ideas. It's absolutely brilliant, and we look forward to seeing it grow from strength to strength. Paul Kirsten is the co-founder of Workshop 17, and uh, that's a, such a, an interesting space to be in because you can say I'm going to move and work from anywhere, but the problem of working from anywhere is that uh, you don't necessarily have those 
networks and you don't have the connections, you don't have the community necessarily that you're used to working with. So what happens when you go from one city to another? I mean, earlier we were talking about domestic tourism. It could be business tourism as well that you say, okay, fine, I'm going to go and spend my time in another city. How do you then start to engage with people? Where do you engage with people? Are you going to do uh, your work from a coffee shop? I've been doing quite a bit of my work actually from a coffee shop just down the road from where I've been staying and uh, actually have been able to meet all sorts of people there. But it does raise questions of what does community mean to you and what does it mean in terms of your networking and in terms of your work environment and your work love and your work life. We'd love to hear from you. You're welcome to WhatsApp us, SMS us, uh, follow us on Twitter, give us a call any which way you like, and we will certainly put it out there in the conversation. It's 8 o'clock, which means it's time for the news. Good morning.